Hey, what's going on? How you doing? It is Tuesday. It's Tuesday, about 3 o'clock. Weather is still kind of crappy, although it's a little bit better than it was yesterday. You know, yesterday it was like 55 degrees, and today it's uh, over 65. I know that. I don't think it's quite 70 yet. I think it was supposed to be 72, but I don't know if it's going to make it that high. Um, but not too bad. You know, I'll definitely take today over yesterday. It's a little cloudy, but it's bearable. I went on a walk uh, after I ate my lunch. Um, I don't really get like the longest lunch ever, you know, by any means, but I eat fast so I can go and, you know, take a little walk and, you know, get my food to settle a little bit, start breaking it down. Plus, um, I have lasagna today, so it was definitely necessary to get out there and get moving. Uh, otherwise I would have just turned into like a blob, you know, at my desk, just like slowly sinking into, um, like falling asleep after the, all that bread hits me. Um, we used some kind of fancy organic noodles for the, um, we kind of made it like a lasagna. It's like a baked spaghetti kind of deal. So it's like you, you organize it like it's lasagna. So good, dude. Oh, so fucking good. My wife crushed it, man. But I ate that real quick with um, some garlic bread and uh, went out and took a walk. Watched this uh, while I was eating. I watched this documentary about Three Mile Island, the Three Mile Island disaster, um, which is incredible to me. You know, when was the last time you heard of a news story or a documentary or a movie, something about, based on, if it's a movie based on real events, about some kind of a disaster or an incident occurring and the government doing the right thing and telling the people and doing the right thing, telling the truth to really protect their citizens, you know? I mean, like, never. You never hear that. That's never happened. Like, in the history of the country, I would venture to say that there's never been an incident where that has happened. It's amazing to me. It's, like, it's incredible, like, how we put the government on blast so much right now as a people because the Internet is undefeated and you can really get down to the truth of almost anything. I mean, there's a few things that you know, some of these like long haul um, career politicians are involved in that are hard to get down to the bottom of just because it's like so inside baseball, so to speak. Um, it's really hard to get to the bottom of it and, and uncover the truth. But most cases, you can really figure out what the hell is going on. And we like expose the government and the local officials so much for so much of the bullshit that they try to pull over uh, our heads and like nothing happens, you know, like they just move on business as usual, you know? And I mean, like shit like that has been going on for like as long as there's been news reporting about what the government's been doing. It's, I mean, it is obscene. It's obscene. I mean, like in this case, the Three Mile Island deal, they had a pressure valve leak where the valve got open. So all the, 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 the water 
is rushing out of the reactor. The temperature is rising, but we're like, we still got water going in and we don't know why. The temperature is rising. We can't figure it out. Alarms are going off and everything. Everybody's freaking out. And they've got a reactor leak, you know, because it's starting to melt down. And they've got radiated gases are blowing into the environment around because there's like a, it's like Three Mile Island is built in the middle of a river and you've got a town all the way around the island on both sides of the river, you know? And so there's, there's no way that the gases that are leaving the reactor are not contaminating the environment. And they like sit on it for days and tell people like, not, and it's not just the company that, that owned and built the reactor. It was the, the federal government was lying to the local government. I mean, blatantly lying to the local officials, the fire department, the mayor, the police, and telling them this is not that serious. All of our testing is telling us that everything is safe. It is an issue and it needs to be addressed, but it's not dangerous to the local population. And then it was. It was like radiation contamination that was like hundreds of times greater than was like acceptable levels, you know, for something like that. And they were just like, yeah, nope, it's okay. It's all good. We're just going to ride it out. Everything is fine. And I mean, like, I mean, I don't know how many people have probably been infected because I haven't finished the documentary yet. I don't know how many people have been impacted, infected, whatever you want to call it, by the the uh, radiation leak because they called it too late. And then when they started the investigate the uh, evacuations in the towns, they didn't even say, all right, everybody needs to evacuate. We've got, this is getting out of control. They said pregnant woman and preschool age children need to leave. Everybody else will be safe. So it's like, even when they were like starting to acknowledge, yeah, people need to get out of here. They didn't, they lied again and like, wouldn't even say, yeah, it's not safe for everybody because they, Again, they were trying to save the image. And like, I mean, man, I'm a big believer in nuclear power. I think that today's version of nuclear power and the power plants that we can produce, some of the stuff that like Elon has talked about and that Bill Gates has talked about. And, um, oh shit, I can't remember his name, dude. The Asian guy. Um, there's like a, an Asian dude, this like badass nuclear physicist. I can't remember his name. He's in the documentary. Um, but I can't, I think, is it Michukaku? Maybe that's his name. I, shit. I can't remember if that's his name or not. That dude. He's, um, I think he's been on like ancient aliens and shit too. And they talk about like a, a alien power, you know, the bullshit that they have on cave walls and stuff or whatever, like all that shit. The way that those guys talk about nuclear energy now and how much safer it could be if we did it now with today's technology, I mean, shit, dude, I'm a like a I'm a big advocate for that because it's it's such a safer way to get energy as opposed to, you know, fossil fuels. I mean, gasoline is going to be hard for us to be able to get away from, but I mean, as far as actual producing electricity is concerned. I mean, we're talking we're talking about something that is not limitless energy, but when harnessed correctly is so clean because the only thing that it is emitting is steam. 
you know that's what those the those big towers that's what that exhaust is i think that it gets a bad rap because when you talk about pollution and stuff a lot of times what what these like places will do because i remember seeing it as a kid in books and in cartoons and shit like that you'll see the big stack from the nuclear reactor and you see all the white clouds coming out of it and you're like oh my god just look at all the the millions of tons of pollution getting dumped out of that nuclear power plant but it's not it isn't pollution it's that's steam that's coming out of that thing and then yeah i get it like once the actual core itself is used up and has to be changed over you know like then you've got nuclear waste that has to be dealt with and some you've got refined nuclear waste that's unusable but you know what though a market can be created out of that because that's like that's like companies now it's expensive right now but it is possible for companies to do carbon capture and carbon scrubbing you know like some you it's you can make a business out of it you know so it's like it's only a matter of time before somebody figures out what the fuck to do with it just because it's not usable to us now doesn't mean it's not, it's unusable forever i mean shit I, I mean launch that fucking shit into space you know what i'm saying like if we're so worried about keeping it here on earth i mean blue origin and spacex and virgin uh galactic and you know boeing and all these other companies they're making you know space flight cheaper and cheaper it's gone from billions of dollars to millions of dollars to be able to launch motherfuckers into space you know put start putting fucking nuclear waste inside of a fucking lead-lined vault on the back of a space shuttle and build build you a fucking unmanned rocket and launch that bitch into space and just fucking send it to the sun dude like fuck it man it'll burn up and it'll be gone before it ever even makes it to the sun you know before it ever even gets to the corona it'll be gone you know so like why are we not just doing that? And then the the fact that it, it is able to produce so much clean, legitimately clean energy. I mean, we're talking about superheating water and, and converting it to steam and running it through a turbine, turbine, whatever you want to call it, turbine. I mean, that's like, that's as old school as it gets. That's what we fucking Hoover Dam. That's it. That's what it is. That's what dams are. Big ass fucking water power generators. They don't use steam. They're not heating up water and turning it into steam. But I mean, shit. Plus, also, I mean, when you're fucking cooking all the water like that and you're turning it into steam and blasting it into the atmosphere, that's fucking clean rain. That's distilled water going into the air to fucking rain down on everything. That's clean water. Granted, Distilled water without all of its natural minerals and, and natural impurities um, is technically better for you, but distilled water is damn sure better than polluted water. Acid rain, it's better than that. So, I mean, come on, man. It's a win-win here. We're keeping the water cycle going here. I mean, this is like a super use of the water cycle right here. So I don't know. I don't, like I'm a like not I'm not down on it. I'm a big advocate of it, but like I mean, you got to think about it, man. We're talking about an event that happened back in the 70s and what Chernobyl was in the 80s. I mean, honestly, 
human beings in that time frame, we were not our best back in the 70s and 80s. I don't think that anybody could shy away from that. I mean, honestly, we're not really at our best right now in 2022. But you can't tell me a post-2020 human being is not smarter than a post-1970 human being. You know what I'm saying? I mean, like... I don't think that it's a stretch of the imagination to say that somebody like me, as far as general knowledge, not technically specific to a certain field or something like that, general knowledge, I have probably forgotten more than the average person in 1976 knew. I, I mean, and I think that you could say that for most people in today's, um, you know, today's time. You know, I don't really think that's too much of a ridiculous statement to make. I mean, seriously, on average, we're talking about just the average wealth of knowledge for today, somebody post-2020 versus post-1970. How could you look at what the world is now versus then and say that somebody in today's you know, time would not have a greater wealth of general knowledge than somebody in that other timeline, you know? I just don't think there's a way to do it. The way that information travels right now, the ease of access to information because of the internet. And just as time has gone on, how much more accurate science has become and how much more accurate information has become. I don't think that there's a way around that. I don't think that there's a way to argue the opposite side of that. So, yeah, I mean, I think, hey, it is what it is. I, I, it seems like a like a pretty reasonable thing to say. I don't know, but um, yeah, I don't know. It's it's a really cool show. Um, uh, ten out of ten would recommend. I I started watching that. I saw that documentary pop up earlier this week, uh, maybe Sunday night, and wanted to watch it then, but for some reason decided not to. I instead went back to The Imitation Game, which, again, another movie, if you haven't watched it, dude, amazing movie. Uh, Benedict Cumberbatch and um, what's the, Keira Knightley, you know? Um, love Keira Knightley. Love Benedict Cumberbatch, you know? Um, it's such a good movie. And real story, too, based on true events, you know, with World War II and um, Alan Turing and the Turing Machine. Um, you know, and the Turing test, it's, um, it's really cool. I watched it. This is probably the second time that I've actually seen the movie. You know, I saw the imitation game for years, like the ad on, uh, the ad on Netflix. For some reason, I always looked at the picture. I looked at the title and I just associated it with some kind of a spy movie. I didn't, I never read the description to see what it was about because I've known who I've, I knew the name Turing for a long time with the, the Turing test after I saw Ex Machina because they talk about the Turing test in Ex Machina to determine if you're talking to a machine or a human being. And I can't remember when that movie came out, but I mean, years ago, I mean, like pre-2014, I mean, so I don't know. I mean, that movie's been out, yeah, that movie's been out, it's got, it has to have been out for 10 years at this point. If not, it's coming up on 10 years. I mean, I've known about it since then, and maybe before, 
um, I think. Um, so like if I just read the description and seen the name, I would have known what it was about and, and I would have been more interested in it just because I knew who Alan Turing was. So, um, dude, such a good movie. I mean, it's, it's, it's done really well. Plus I really like movies like that, you know, um, those like older, for some reason, like, you know, like there's something to be said for a good World War II movie in general, just because it was I, like so far up to this point, it's been, it's, you know, it was the last World War. It was, it's the, it's probably like arguably like the most defining event of like current culture that we have had, you know, I mean, like if you think of what the implications were, looking at either side of victory allies versus axis you know like it's so anything depicting it i think is really cool seeing it from other other sides of like the allies has been really cool um like uh what's the other tinker taylor soldier spy was a great spy movie told from the side of the british this movie Imitation Game, another great movie told from another side. And there's others out there, I'm sure, that I, like, I haven't kept up with. Those are just two big ones that come to mind right now. And, but yeah, really good stuff. Again, if you haven't seen it, 10 out of 10 would recommend. I need to see what else is on there, though, that I could like really watch and get into. There's like a new, there's a, a newer documentary because my wife and I only like to watch fucked up shit together. We only like to watch fucked up documentaries, murder, mystery stuff, uh, like psychotic people, you know, like the, te while technically fiction, you know, the thing, whatever that movie, Inventing Anna, about Anna Delvey or Anna, whatever the fuck her real name was. Um, I think that the girl that was in that, uh, did a horrible job of having uh, a Russian accent or whatever the hell it is, or German or whatever the fuck she was supposed to be, you know. But um, the movie itself was really wild and kind of funny. <coughs> um, but, like, that was the most recent thing that we watched that wasn't, like, an actual documentary style. And that's generally what we like to stick stick with you know especially the murder stuff um we watched like the john wayne gacy tapes that was great you know all the stuff on ted bundy we've watched like we watch a lot of stuff about like you know serial killers um but we saw this one more recently our father it's popped up on netflix recently about the uh, fertility doctor who used his own sperm to artificially inseminate women, like hundreds and hundreds of women. So, like, I think that we're going to probably get into that just because it's such a, you know, such a wild-ass story that there's, like, hundreds, potentially thousands of kids out there who all have the same dad because of this dude, you know? It's fucking nuts, bro. I don't know if that guy's still alive or if he's dead or if he's in jail or what, but I mean, that is so insane to like, to think that somebody would do something like that is crazy, man. I mean, 
I mean, that dude's got to be beating his shit fucking daily, man, to be able to to keep up with those kind of numbers, man. I mean, how many loads can you separate, you know, to be able to divvy that up? I mean, like, it can't be that many. I mean, you're just talking about, you know, all it takes is one cell, so it can be as small as, as possible. But, I mean, you wouldn't think that it would really work that way, would you? I mean... I mean, I wouldn't think so. It's got to be, you know, you got to, it's got to be one for one, right? Just like it would be with a, like a standard pregnancy is like one load, one pregnancy, right? You wouldn't be able to, like, even if you did it scientifically, can you take more than one load or, you know, because that's, I, I don't know, dude, I have to Google it or something. Honestly, it's a hilariously stupid thought to even, uh, even have. But yeah, all right. Well, I think that's going to do it for me here. I've had enough, you know, internal ramblings and stuff for the day. So I'll catch you guys on the next one. And uh, yeah, thanks for uh, tuning in. I appreciate it. Deuces.